afternoon. Welcome back to the podcast. It is great to have you with me uh, again this week here on Love Well as uh, we're in, you know, the second recording for the week, right? Uh, Mondays, we're doing Sunday on a Monday. Thursday-ish, we're doing Beyond Sunday School. So I'm glad you're here with me uh, for Beyond Sunday School. Um, so uh, check out uh, the subscription. Make sure you uh, subscribe, danielmrose.com. You can uh, easily, easily drop in there with no problem and uh, subscribe everything that um, you know you... Any you're interested in getting from me will get dropped right into your email inbox, and I hope that uh, that you will that you'll do that. That would be that'd be great. Um, so you'll catch all of uh, my knee jerk devotionals Monday through Friday. You'll catch uh, the Love Well Sunday on a Monday podcast recording. You'll catch Beyond Sunday School uh, the podcast recording there as well. You can always uh, subscribe to the podcast anywhere you find podcasts. Please like, share, all that good stuff. Um, really, really would help me out, and I would really appreciate it. Um, so, uh, let's see. If you have questions uh, as we're going through, drop them in the comments. I will take a look at those at the end end of the podcast. Um, so, so that would be, that'd be great. Uh, if you want to continue the conversation with me, do so real easy, uh, at Daniel M. Rose on Twitter, probably the easiest way to follow me. You can catch all of the video archives at youtube.com slash Daniel Rose. Uh, so make sure you smash the subscribe button if you're watching there, uh, or if you're a YouTube type person, that would be that would be great. Um, trying something new today uh, with some overlaid uh, um, chat box. We'll see how that goes. Uh, so if you comment, uh, I should pop up here on my screen. Uh, so we'll we'll see we'll see if that if that works right um, and I hope it I hope it does um, because I think if uh, if I do it right here I'm gonna test it out live right here right now leave a comment um, we'll see if it pops up yes it popped up how about that um, so leave a comment let's uh, let's talk and uh, I will I will respond to questions at the end end of today's broadcast. Uh, so, uh, let's see, what else? Um, yeah, I guess that's it for announcements. Uh, Tuesdays, hey, Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock, uh, I and a friend, uh, Mike, host something called Doubt on Tap. Uh, it is a great time to get together and just talk about some of the issues of the day. Uh, you get to interact and hear from people who who are different from you and build relationships and friendships uh, with folks uh, that maybe you wouldn't normally uh, connect with, right? Uh, so please, please come be a part of that. Uh, that would it would be great. 
great to have you. Uh, you can find details for that at Simple Theologian uh, on, on our Facebook page. Uh, so facebook.com slash Simple Theologian. Go to the event. Uh, we create an event each week, and uh, you can find out where uh, we've been. Uh, we Our friend Dory was hosting us for a while on her patio. Our friend Jeff uh, has uh, also has a mega patio. Uh, he's got a heater and a fire table, and uh, dude, it's it's a great. Uh, all the places we've been so far, are great. We're hoping to get back into uh, our our host site, the Tap Room in downtown Ypsilanti, Michigan, and uh, hopefully we can get in there soon. Coronavirus allowing, and uh, yeah, um, Thursday night. Uh, this is being recorded on Thursday, but Thursday nights, eight thirty p or nine thirty. I always want it to be 8.30, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I am hosting a book club, a virtual book club in our Discord chat, in our Simple Theologian Discord. Um, and, uh, and right now we are discussing a book called Amusing Ourselves to Death by Neil Postman. If you would like to be a part of uh, the digital book club, virtual book club, uh, leave me a comment here and I will send you... Uh, I will send you a link to the Discord, and uh, yeah, hopefully you'll be you'll you'll jump in uh, tonight. We're doing chapter one, so "Amusing Ourselves to Death" by Neil Postman. It's timely, it's relevant, fantastic book, and we're only on chapter one, so it is not too late to jump in. So, I would love for you to come be a part of that conversation. All right, um, and I guess I probably need to start getting some more. Uh, yeah, little info boxes here uh, for, for some of these other things. Uh, who knew there were so many things going on? It's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. All right, so on to today's, uh, on to today's topic. We are uh, continuing on the Beyond Sunday School uh, discussion here, uh, uh, looking at the overarching storyline of the Bible. And this, the storyline of the Bible, the whole kind of meta-narrative of Scripture, right? Uh, you can look at it in a few different ways. There's a few different organizing principles. I am somebody who uh, typically thinks about the storyline of Scripture from the position of covenant. And uh, we know that there are two covenants, right? There's the covenant of life and the covenant of grace. Uh, or the covenant of works and the covenant of grace. However you want to kind of look at those two covenants, uh, they really form the, the meta-narrative, and they show how the story organically unfolds through time and history. And, uh, and it's, it's, good, like, it's a great way. But, but I find that, um, that that is kind of like, like the... 150,000 foot view. What I want us to maybe consider is a, you know, 20,000 foot view today uh, or over these next few weeks. And the way we're doing that is we are looking at a book uh, called God's Big Picture Tracing the Storyline of the Bible by Vaughn Roberts. And uh, it's a it's a great little text and it is Guys, it is super helpful. Uh, he organizes the storyline of Scripture through the concept of kingdoms. 
through the con- the kingdom narrative, right? So he is looking at um, the kingdom of God and how it is played out and experienced by the people of God throughout Scripture. So I hope I hope you will find that helpful. Um, I have found it to be a, a really good uh, way of structuring the storyline so that it's it's big enough that we can kind of catch this big picture, but it's small enough that that we're able to catch these these kind of bite-sized chunks. And so the first kingdom that we looked at last week uh, is the pattern of the kingdom. And we looked at that in Genesis chapter 1 and 2. And if we understand the story of Scripture, we have to understand it first and foremost from this pattern perspective. From from Genesis 1 and 2, the story of the Bible begins there. It doesn't begin where we're going to talk today in Genesis chapter 3. It begins in Genesis chapter 1 and 2. It begins uh, with this beautiful... This beautiful creation poem that uh, that lays out for us the pattern of God's kingdom. What is it supposed to look like? What is the ideal, right? And what we see, what we see in the ideal is is relationship between God and humanity and all of creation living together in harmony living together in intimate relationship. That's the pattern of the kingdom. This is, how, this is how we're supposed to live. This is the way that, um, that life is supposed to look like. And that's, I don't know about you, but for me, that, that's beautiful. That is beautiful to think about what it would look like if we lived that way, if we lived that way all the time in in harmony, in intimate relationship with the divine, with, uh, with one another, with creation, uh, that would just be, uh, that, w- that would be, that would be amazing. And, uh, and so that's, that's where we're going. Uh, that, that's, that's the pattern. That's what we looked at last week. And, uh, but this week, we got to look at the next step the next stage in the story. Every good story has, uh, has a crisis moment. Every good story has obstacles to overcome. Every good story has that, has that moment where you're like, Ugh, what's going to happen here? And this story is no different. It's just that the, the problem comes real fast. The problem comes really early, and uh, and we are going to see how how the people of God are going to try to undo this problem that they created. Now, the the so if last week was the pattern of the kingdom, this week is the perished kingdom, uh, and and so now, you know where we live today. Um. The pattern, the pattern kingdom is, as, as Roberts puts it, it's, it's nothing but a dream. We have to imagine what it would look like to live in perfect harmony with the divine. We'd have to, we have to imagine what it looks like to, uh, to live in harmony 
with creation. We have to imagine what it looks like to live in harmony with one another. It seems like everywhere you turn now, uh, there is disharmony, there is pain. Uh, people, uh, people despise one another, people hate one another uh, in so many ways. It's just, it's, it's horrific. Um, I've had to like delete you know, social media off my uh, phone because I just, I get on there and, all, and, and the comments that y'all put on, on each other's stuff is just, it's unbelievable. The comments that run through my head are unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's scary. Um, the, the capacity for nastiness and snark that we have, it really, it really is kind of frightening. And yet this this is where we're at. We live, you know, we, we are experiencing this perished kingdom. Um, it is, we, we no longer live in Eden. We no longer live in a place where there is perfect harmony between the divine human and the created order. So how do we get there? What, what happened? What happened? Now this is where as we as we explore this a little bit in Genesis chapter 3, this is where I think understanding the role of covenant is so important, right? Understanding uh, the, the covenant of, of life or works and the covenant of grace. Uh, because if we understand that the covenant of, of works, of life, was at play in, um, in the garden with Adam and Eve, all they had to do was, was a was follow was follow God's word and all would be well right they just had they just had to do they just had to do what God said and and everything would be okay and yet we get to this scene in Genesis chapter 3 where there's this weird talking snake and where the heck did he come from Nobody really knows. Um, there's a couple spots in the New Testament, in Revelation and in Jude, uh, where it talks about uh, there being some angels that fell from grace, fell from heaven, that kind of thing. Um, it's all kind of weird and odd, and um, we, just, we just don't really know for sure how all of that played out. What we do know is that this is not some equilibrium, this some equal battle between an equal good and an equal evil. No. Uh, what we know is that whatever this talking snake is, whatever this Satan is, whatever this accuser is, is created, is finite, is limited. Um, not God. Not, not infinite. Not uncreated. Uh, and so... You know, we we don't want to uh, we don't want to give uh, the talking snake more credit than the talking snake deserves. Um, but uh, havoc is wreaked, and and the havoc that we see here um, is 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 havoc that that we are feeling the reverberations of down through the history of humanity. Um, it's, it's big because what happens is the snake 
challenges the Word of God, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's the scene we have playing out. The scene we have playing out are people wrestling with whether or not to obey God's Word. That's kind of, that's kind of the, the thing. That's kind of the, the big deal here. Because they were living in a place, they were living in a time where all they had to do was just follow God's word. And the command, the command that was there was, was don't eat, don't eat, don't eat from this one tree, the knowledge of good and evil. Now, I really like the way Roberts puts this, and so I'm going to read this. Uh, he, he says on page 39, he says, why was that so terrible? What is wrong with eating a bit, a bit of fruit? It's wrong because God told them not to. It was an act of blatant disobedience. But why did God not want them to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Surely it is good to know the difference between right and wrong. Well, yeah, it is. But the knowledge of good and evil refers not simply to knowing what is right and wrong, but rather to deciding what is right and wrong. Their sin is that of law-making not just law-breaking. They were saying, from now on, God, we want to be the lawmakers in the world, setting the standards by which we will live. It was a bid to be like God, but not in any noble sense. They were usurping his authority and establishing their independence. That has been the nature of sin ever since. I, I, think, I think that is just so, so dead on and so important as we seek to understand uh, what is happening there in the garden, right? It is Adam and Eve saying, we are going to make the law. We are going to make the rules. We are going to be the ones that, that set everything up. We want to do what is right in our own eyes. That is the trajectory of sin. That is the trajectory of the fallenness. And what happens is when we as human beings who don't have eternal perspective, who can't see the big picture, who can't see the, the forest for the trees, we live like this, right? We live like this. We have no perspective. So we, 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 we make a mess of things because what we see is so small. We see such a small little sliver of of life. And, and by seeing just this small little sliver of life, we, we make a mess. And so the consequences, the consequences of that are, are, so, are so big because what it does is we are in effect undoing, undoing the pattern that has been set. The pattern that went from that went from chaos to order. Now what we are doing is we are going from order to chaos. Right? Chapter Genesis chapter 4. You have uh, Cain and Abel. We go from eating a bit of fruit to, to murder, to fratricide, brother killing brother. Why? Because Cain did what was right in his own eyes. Read the story again. Genesis chapter 4, you will see what Cain does is he is doing what is right in his own eyes. He is making law. 
and he ain't got it. Genesis chapter 5, you get into the first genealogy, right? There is now death. There is now generational death. Adam dies. People die. We all die. Mortality comes. Genesis chapter 6 through 9, you have the story of the flood. This is the reversal. This is the undoing of all things, right? God, God goes and he says, I, I got to start over, clean slate. And it goes from order to chaos again, right? The land goes away, the waters come back. Remember water, the sea, the ocean. This is all metaphor for, for chaos. And that's, that's the issue there. The issue, we get caught up on on historic questions. Did this really happen? How did it? Who cares? That's not the issue. That's not the point of the story. The point of telling the story is that we, by our decisions, human beings, by our decisions, we move from order to chaos. And then after that, uh, after that story, you get the story of the Tower of Babel. In, in humanity trying to make its own name great. It is trying to create its own sense of order. And it's, and it's not. It's not working. Because again, it's not noble. It's not done. It's not done in accordance with how God wants things done. And so the, the kingdom perishes. God frustrates their language. Now we see this great diversity of ethnos, of ethnicity, all over uh, through language. Right and, and things are things are spread um, when we try to create our own kingdoms. Uh, it is just it just doesn't work, gang. It just doesn't work. So so where are we? Where are we at? Where are we at in this in the story? How do we understand? Remember, we're, as we walk through this, as we come to the conclusion of each chapter, we're going to summarize it uh, in. In three ways, well, four ways. We're going to state the, the, where we're at in the development of the kingdom. Second thing we're going to do is we're going to state who God's people are. The third thing we're going to do is try to understand God's place. And the fourth thing that we're going to do is, is see how God's rule and blessing is being played out. How, we're, how humanity is experiencing that, right? So... Uh, the first chapter, the pattern of the kingdom, God's people were Adam and Eve. God's place was the garden. God's rule and blessing was God's word. Perfect relationships. That sounds pretty good, right? Well, here we are. We hit the bump in the road. We hit the snag. We hit the problem. We hit the, the great issue that, that is going to drive the narrative and drive the story uh, to, you know, how are we going to solve this, this huge problem in the story? What, this is the conflict. Well, we call that conflict the perished kingdom. Who are God's people? Nobody. Nobody at this point. That's who God's people are at this point. Nobody. That's, that's pretty significant. Well, what about God's place? Well, God, the people have been banished. They're, they're not experiencing God anywhere. 
right? Humanity has banished. God has been banished. They've been banished. They are separated. Humanity and God are separated. So their experience of God is nowhere. It's huge. God's rule and blessing, they're not experiencing it. The experience of the people at this point is disobedience and curse, disobedience and separation. This is, this is where they live right now. This is the problem. You see, if, if there's no people, there's no people of God at this point because they've been separated. They're under disobedient. They're, they're being disobedient and they're living a cursed life. That is their experience of God at this point. And so, you know, that's, that's where we're at. That's where we're at in this, in this perished kingdom. Um, so, uh, so right now, when we start talking about the kingdom of God, remember, what we're talking about is not some specific place because God has always ruled and he rules everywhere. He is, he is the eternal king. But when we talk about the kingdom of God, we are talking about the sphere where his rule is gladly accepted. And in the, and in the moment of the perished kingdom, it is nowhere. Problematic. Problematic. Well, let's see where we go. Let's see what happens next week, right? Um, Next week, we look at the promised kingdom. We look at the promises that God makes and how He's going to restore His kingdom. But we'll get there next time. Uh, so I'm looking around. I don't see any. I don't see any uh, questions um, popped up here on the old screen, um, and that's okay. Uh, but. Let's. I'll give you a second here, and if if there are any questions, um, boy, I'd love to uh, love to uh, love to answer them. So, um, so yeah. So if you got a question, uh, drop it drop it here real quick while I kind of walk through uh, our announcements again uh, for this week. Just a reminder, uh, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Daniel Rose. If that, you know, if you're a video person, uh, you are going to catch uh, my daily knee-jerk devotionals Monday through Friday. They hit somewhere around 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, five minutes, start your day with some scripture and a quick knee-jerk re reflection from me, usually with bedhead, usually with a cup of coffee. Uh, not a whole lot of thinking. I'm just... I'm just kind of talking through through some stuff. Um, follow me on Twitter at Daniel M Rose. Would love to have you uh, give me a follow there. That would be absolutely fantastic. Um, and uh, continue the conversation with me there. That is probably the easiest place to do so. And uh, and then make sure that you subscribe. DanielMRose.com. Drop your email address in. You get everything. Uh, you get everything right in your inbox. So, uh, thanks for being with me uh, this week. And I uh, see my buddy Kendrick is there online. What's happening, my dude? Um, great to have you. Thanks for 
Thanks for coming on. And uh, really appreciate you watching today. And so, uh, yeah, make sure that you, you jump on with me here uh, whenever you see me go live. We'll be doing an Ask Me Anything sometime uh, in the very near future. And, uh, yeah, until next time, love well, my friends.